It's about 2 in the morning here in uh, Darien Province, Panama. I'm looking at some of the uh, footage that we've taken over the last week in the jungle. Of course, I've spent many months down here in the Darien Gap over the last uh, two and a half years or so. And um, so you, you can see on this day, roughly 167 boats came in filled with, you can see how many people are there per boat. This is just one of the routes. Uh, many of the people are sick. Actually, Ben Berkwam and Oscar Blue are now very sick. Matt Tomlin is very sick. And Vandersteel is not sick. And I, you can tell I've got some very low-level symptoms. So, actually, Ben Berkwam and Oscar Blue and Matt Tomlin are very healthy men. Yet, when they've come out with these uh, aliens, they've, they've gotten sick three times now, the last three trips. Something's going wrong. And many of these aliens are fighting each other. Uh, even killing each other and raping each other at times. We don't know who they are. They're headed to the United States. Right now, coming through the Darien Gap, maybe three to 4,000 per day, uh, 82,000 last month, but that number is clearly increasing. So here it goes, uh, total uh, wartime invasion. The invasion of the United States continues with the help of our own damn government. Welcome to Whistleblower Wednesday on the Rob Manus Show here on the Red Voice Media Network. And uh, we're simulcast on X Spaces. So we'd like to welcome the live audience over there. And folks, every day, thousands of illegals travel through what is known as the Darien Gap at the southern border of Panama. The jungle trail is very hazardous, but they keep coming. The United States government is openly supporting the effort with funding and resources provided to various non-government organizations who facilitate the illegal traffic in the U.S. You can see that red oval there that's circled where the Darien Gap is at the southern end of Panama. Uh, the U.S. provides camps, food, water, travel information, and even an app now called One App that allows these people entry into the U.S. once they get here as asylum seekers. In spite of years of reporting on these illegals' pathway into our country, most Americans don't know what their tax dollars are being used for. Well, my guest today is Michael Yan. Uh, I know him as America's most experienced combat correspondent, and he's been reporting about these operations from the Panamanian jungle for a very long time, as you just heard him describe in that sped-up clip there, Michael. That was a great one to, for me to use as my intro, because I like to do a cold open for about a minute, man. Thank you so much for joining us. The show tonight. Uh, uh, I've I wanted to get you on for quite a while because this really requires a deep dive. And I meant what I said, man. The the American people, for the most part, don't have a clue that we are paying for this. Right. They don't, thank you for having me on. And they don't have a clue uh, what's coming. Uh, you know, if you can get your feet anywhere in South America, you can get anywhere in the United States, Canada. And, and I, actually, a lot of people are coming in through the Canadian border. Uh, but so the bottom line is people from Africa and Asia and South America are, are funneling through Colombia. Then they go through the Darien Gap, where I've been, you know, so much, I spend so yeah. much time month after month. And, uh, and, and, and those flows are increasing. The United States is the one funding a lot of this. Secretary Mayorkas has come down here twice. I've been at least twice. I've been here twice when he came. And he, he's expanded the camp. Now, we know the infrastructure, okay, let's start with Columbia. From the Columbia side, uh, the, the path into, into the path, actually there's more than one, into uh, Panama, first of all, they're, they're shortening in size, and they're becoming easier to pass. Now, don't get me wrong, they're extremely dangerous. Even as we talk, there are people dying out there. Every single yeah. day, dozens of people die. We don't even know how many. So those paths are getting easier, and they're getting faster. For instance, now sometimes you can make it in in one day or a day and a half, two days, right? Before it take, you know, days, 10 days. Now it, it, it can be a day or it can be even quicker if you go by boat. And then once you get to the camp, the camps are expanding in size. Not only are the camps expanding in size, they're becoming faster, much more efficient. So now as soon as you make it into... Literally, you can leave Colombia. If you're lucky on the timing, you could leave Colombia and be at the Costa Rica border in one week. Whereas before, you might be talking a month or that sort of thing. So, so now, you know, it used, you know, we used to think high numbers for 200 a day. That's massive yeah. numbers coming in. Now it's three or 4,000 a day. Those numbers are clearly increasing. 
and uh, and and, uh, and now the, the the aliens who are coming in are going into Costa Rica. So they leave they leave yeah. Colombia, come through Panama, go to Costa. They're going into Costa Rica without even showing their passport over the last few days, at a minimum, the last few days. So they're just flowing right through. That's incredible. So, so literally from 200 to now three or four thousand in yeah. one swath. Wow, that's it's incredible. The, so, so Michael, uh, tell this audience uh, about the uh, about how you know it's the U.S. government uh, because I, I've been watching your reporting for several years now uh, and following it pretty closely, but I don't think most people understand that you you actually have seen the evidence. Uh, that's why you report it the way you do. How does it work? Uh, that shows the U.S. government is is funding a lot of this. Well, our flags are actually in the camp. I mean, it's like they don't even hide it, right? I mean, it's not they're not on flagpoles. They're on you know black. That stuff photographed many of our flags. Camp. We don't hide it. Mayorkas has been to San Vicente. I was at San Vicente camp this morning. Mayorkas has been to that camp at least twice, and I I droned once in 2000, April of 2022 when he came in there. And you can, I've, I've published on, on Twitter numerous times the same before and after the April 2022 and the May 2023. You can see the San Vicente camp is at least doubled in size. It's also, again, far more efficient. In the past, you might get stuck in that camp for a few days or a week. Now you mm -hmm. might come into that camp and be on a bus within a few hours, and then you'll be at Costa Rica within 10 to 12 hours. So you're just flowing right through here now. So, so the assembly line, let's say the conveyor belt is shorter, it's wider, and it's fast, and it's growing. I, I can tell you, in, in 2024, next year, I'll be surprised if fewer than a million people come through the gap. Keep in mind, that's just the gap. When you go beyond the gap and leave Darien Province, come up to Panama City, some are flying in to Panama City. Others fly to Mexico City. They fly to Cancun. Like a lot of the Chinese will fly to Cancun or, or Mexico City. Um, uh, uh, others will come through Guatemala. Others come through through Managua, you know, Nicaragua, and, uh, and so there's different inputs, right? Others, some of the Chinese are coming up on the beaches in Florida. They get boats, the bomb. There's a huge Chinese embassy there at the bomb. So, and others just fly in. They, I mean, they they fly in with, you know, the CVP one app, uh, student visas. There's many, many ways that this water leaks into our boat. Yeah, yeah. The latest estimate I saw. Uh, today was uh, two million a year is what what we're thinking. Counting gotaways uh, and those kind of oh, things. Uh, it's more than it. that, sir. It's yeah. more than that. It's way more than that. It's easily way more. I mean, it's got to be at least ten thousand per day coming through across. Nobody knows. Department of Homeland Security yeah. doesn't know. I mean, I'm constantly around the border, whether it's Texas. I spend a lot of time in Mexico. Uh, I spent mm -hmm. a lot of time in Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona, and California looking at the flows. And nobody actually knows, but I think a highly defensible number is at least 10,000 a day. And that doesn't include the people that are flying in. I mean, who, yeah. and, you know, who knows? And, and not to mention, babies are now being born every day. You know, a lot of the people that in the past were, you know, I, I want to say something. For those who don't know me, I've spent more than half my life out of the United States. I'm an American through and through. Like grandfathers fought the Revolutionary War type, right? I mean, I go way back as far as any American there is, literally Jamestown. So I mean, so but I've lived about three quarters of my life out of the United States, and so I've lived in I've lived or traveled in over 90 countries, right? And I realized that not all fish can coexist in the same aquarium. Bottom line, right. like for instance, I see Venezuelans and Afghans ready to throw down. I made some video uh, several days ago of that. I see Haitians and Venezuelans about to throw down. Haitians, Haitians, Haitians and everybody about to throw down. Chechens, when I was in Lithuania watching the same thing, or uh, you know, you see this when I go to Morocco and look at these, or, or Greece, I'm watching the same patterns everywhere, right? And yeah. so this is a global. What, what's happening here is global. Keep in mind, you you have to have context to understand what's happening. A lot of people, for instance, in Texas, think that the so-called governor of Texas, uh, Greg Abbott, is doing something on the border. He, he's the World Economic Forum uh, Secretary for Texas. You know, I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, yeah, he, he does That's these one of the things. questions I have for you is why do you call him the WEF, the W-E-F general? 
uh, well, uh, he, because uh, I saw that and I'm like, you know what? I've always suspected this guy. Uh, Michael must know something because he's done so much traveling around there. Well, he's on their website. His bio is on their website, and and he's been put on the spot before. I mean, I'm talking about Governor yeah. Abbott. Um, yeah. You know why? You know why will you denounce World Economic Forum? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. I, I was just over in Texas in McAllen about I don't know month ago or so, and uh, month and a half. And he came. Greg Abbott came down to McAllen for a small business meeting, small business association. And he comes down there all the time to McAllen. Why is McAllen and Brownsville important? It's important because of the I-69 corridor, which goes right. Keep in mind, Panama is vital terrain in this. this yeah. We're in a war, right? And um, and um, Highway 1, which goes through the Darien Gap, goes right up to the United States, right? right. <laughs> Excuse me, I've been around this migrant. <clears throat> but Ben Berkwam and, and Oscar Blue and Matt Thomas all got sick trip. I just got the lowest level of of symptoms, but uh, but the bottom line is this Belt and Road Initiative. Uh, there's you know the the Bioceanic Corridor in South America. Whatnot, I won't go into these details. But Highway One goes right through the Darien Gap. It goes right up to the United States. Now there's a corridor over by McAllen. Actually, it's got various inputs from Mexico. It goes right up through the D- Detroit. It's called the I-69 Corridor. It goes to Canada, right? So this yeah. is vital train as well. That's why that that is why Governor Abbott keeps going to McAllen. Because of that corridor, they're widening the okay. corridor. This this place where I'm at now, uh, Panama has two pork chops hanging, three pork chops arguably hanging around. Like, what is the Panama Canal? Which is right. you know that's a really big pork chop to have hanging around your neck when you got all these tigers around you, like the Chinese Communist Party and the World Economic Forum, right? And another oh. is Highway One, right? Right. I mean the corridor right to the United States. Another, as a military man yourself, you know about the vital terrain. Even if there were no canal here and no road, this is still yeah. a key piece of terrain between the United between North America, Central America, and South America. So this it is a really this is why sometimes I leave Panama and I fly to Netherlands. Netherlands is another vital terrain, right? And Netherlands, it, I see the same pattern in the Netherlands, right? I was there in March of this year. I, I go there often. Sometimes I fly right from here to Netherlands, Netherlands here. Why Netherlands? Why here? Because yeah. the Belt and Road Initiative, there's a train that goes all the way from Rotterdam, the biggest harbor in Europe, goes all the way to Shanghai. I've been on both sides. It's been about a year running around China, right? Okay, that yeah. Train, that train goes all the way across and goes to Rotterdam, the biggest harbor in Europe. The second mm-hmm. biggest is Antwerp, just south of that in Belgium, right? Yeah. Yeah. So right now, you have huge... You have huge aliens moving into Netherlands. They are displacing Dutch people. Now, a lot of people get upset that the Embra Indians here in Panama, Tuna Indians and the Wunan Indians are being dispossessed of their property and whatnot, and they are. Yeah. I'm out there with these Indians all the time. I mean, like I just left them this morning. But they're actually selling their trees and whatnot down there too. What I'm getting to with this, is I see the same thing happening with the sophisticated Dutch people. The Dutch people are falling for the same mousetrap. It's just got oh, more yeah. cheese on it. I mean, the bottom yeah. line is the Dutch or the Japanese are falling for it. Keep in mind, I wrote three books on information war that are only in Japanese language. They're not even in English. I've spent the last 10 years working to wake up Japanese to the growing threat from Chinese Communist Party. The information campaign in China against Japan is severe. And one of the things that they're trying to do is, for instance, make the Okinawans think that they're Chinese. And, and it's actually working some of them. And, 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 it's, and it's like a Jedi mind trick. Anyway, go ahead, sir. Yeah. Well, I just want to tell the audience that you're being brought to us by Starlink uh, uh, via Elon Musk's uh, capability that he keeps putting up there. And you are down in South Panama and everything. And uh, we do have a live audience on X Spaces, Michael. I usually let them make one one comment or question per segment. Let me bring in somebody from the audience. Uh, uh, Shell, is uh, Jim Paff still uh, in with a microphone? Uh, I'd love to give him an opportunity to ask Michael a question. Actually, you've got Kat and Jim is still here for you. Okay, go ahead, Kat. Hey, uh, thanks, Jim. Go I'm, ahead. I'm curious, Michael. Yeah, sure. So, Michael, I'm 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 just curious. So, as you're spending your time down there, uh, are, what is, explain more about? I know I know our government is interacting there. What uh, actual activity 
is taking place uh, with other governments? Is China involved? Is Brazil involved? Um, you know, what what other types of things like that are you seeing or that you've heard about? Uh, that's a very good question. And actually, the Starlink is off, by the way. <laughs> the, yeah. the, uh, the Star I just pull it right out, and it's going, and it's going within two minutes. This company, sat123.com, gave it. I was like, I got problems with comms in the jungle. And this Tina, one of the owners there, she says, here, take this. Now it works like a dream. And so uh, I love this thing, sat123.com, if you need one of these. And uh, now, Colombia. Colombia and Panama, they've always had a fractious relationship, as you can imagine, because Panama split from Colombia with our help and the help of a French interloper more than a century ago. It's canal-related dramas. And the bottom line is, uh, that you know that little relationship has always been uh, fractious to begin with, and that's one of the reasons that Panama wants to keep the Darien Gap because yep. that's a buffer. That's like a giant wall, basically. It's really the the the, uh, the, uh, the 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 Continental Divide goes through the. I mean, the Continental Divide that's in the United States goes right through Panama and right through the Darien Gap. Actually, the aliens are coming over half across the Continental Divide, and one of the mountains that they die on is called Montaña de la Buena. Death, right? So that that jungle keeps you know keeps Colombia more or less out. In fact, they don't even call it the Darien Gap in Panama. They call it Tampon de la Darien, the, the tampon of Darien, the plug is what they call it, right? And so and 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 this they're concerned that this is being ripped down. And so they're they're clearly working to build a road Darien. And if that happens, Panama's pork chops are that much more uh, you know within reach. Uh, now, the United States have obviously has obviously had a deep relationship with um, with with Panama since inception. I mean, we were one of the ones who helped Panama by saying, you know, we put our navy here so that Colombia could not could not come and and, and do an invasion. Right back way back when we were working on the uh, canal for ten years and finally got it open in what 1914, right? And uh, and so. Yeah, and so uh, and now the canal's got issues. I'm going to be on the canal tomorrow. But the but so the United States is deeply involved. Jimmy Carter, of course, gave the canal away, which I can see certainly with the advantage of more years under my belt. That was a massive error, unless he was trying to destroy Panama and the United States, because that pork chop is now hanging around Panama's neck, and Panama's not exactly a powerhouse. They don't actually have a real military. They have what's called the Cinefront, which is very professional. I'm out with Cinefront all the time. They're very squared away. They're trained by our special forces and our SEALs and whatnot. Okay. Many years, they're super squared away, but they don't have the ability to defend this country, not against a serious enemy. So China yeah, I, saw, deeply involved I saw one of your clips uh, with them marching in formation, and I had not heard that term before, so now I understand what it is. It's Panama's uh, operating force then uh, for security. Oh, Cinefront. Yeah, they're they are really uh, great. They're, they don't they don't really have the ability to defend this country against any serious enemy, but they're mm -hmm. very professional with for what they've yeah. got. I mean, you know, their 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 idea of heavy weapons is like an M6 machine gun. <laughs> they yeah. might have some artillery somewhere. Yeah, well, Michael, so, we've got to take a we've got to take a commercial break real quick. When we come back, though, uh, uh, we'll continue the discussion uh, and. Because this is fascinating, uh, and I've been wanting to do this deep dive, long-form interview with Michael Yan uh, uh, for some time now. So uh, we thank him for his time, and we'll be right back after these messages. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be Robert, fooled. There? It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase yeah. deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government 
government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. dead body right here uh, we've got robbers just up the way I just started cramping super humid Let's see you can smell the body from here Darien no es una ruta aquí estamos viendo una persona que acaba de fallecer es un cuerpo podemos ver su pie en la parte baja ya en estado de descomposición este es un migrante que fallece that's a foot right there the rest of the body is covered up looks like looks like a small person or a child this is, uh, this is the reality of the dairy and there's a body under the blankets you can see the foot decomposing in front of us about 30 minutes up the trail we got reports of robbers you can smell the decomposing body here there's multiple dead bodies along the way this is what Democrats Open Borders does. And it's so remote. Oh, man. Body. It's just... Stings your nose. It's so remote, there's no way to get to it to get it out of here. There's bodies all over the place. Welcome back to uh, Rob, Rob Made a Show Live. Uh, we're talking with uh, war correspondent Michael Yan, who's been traveling down to the Darien Gap for several years now and reporting on this. And Michael, I'm not even going to apologize for that horrendous video that Ben just showed us because you know what? The American people need to see what the consequences of these policies are because we are the engine and the funding resources that are driving uh, that kind of a thing to happen, aren't we? Yeah, and keep in mind, yeah, I mean, I was just out with Ben. Uh, I was the first to bring Ben actually to Panama. So we've been here numerous times together. Uh, he actually got sick on that trip again, as did Oscar Blue. They both are studs. They're very fit. They've been in the, in the this is their third time deep in the jungle, and uh, third or fourth, uh, and uh, fourth, I think, for Ben. That took him out on another trip without Oscar. And so the, uh, uh, you know, dozens of people die per day. We don't even know how many. But the bottom line is, why is this even happening? Uh, this is a war. We are at war. The United States is seeing our, uh, our swimming pool, let's say, filled with, with incompatible uh, aliens from just through the Darien Gap from at least 140 countries, from across the southern border, at least 160 countries. Uh, you know, a lot of these people are... are Straight up gangsters. They don't even hide it. Tattoos all over their faces. You know, AK-47 tattoos and teardrops and all that sort of thing. Uh, and uh, and the, they're bringing crime with them. They're not just running from crime. Often they are criminals bringing crime. And a, another thing that a lot of Americans do not understand, and Europeans as well, is a lot of these people coming in from places like Somalia or Pakistan, they're coming in as tribal units. They're not coming in as individuals. You're getting basically a school of fish that will cooperate together as an anthro-insula, a human island, right? This is the yeah. sort of stuff that leads to actual wars. This is a clear replacement population. They're clearly here to replace us. This is the old war strategy. It goes back at least many, many centuries. It goes back at least to the Romans. The Goths came in. I mean, so many examples. Stalin did it, you know, against Kulak. Uh, mm -hmm. Mao did it. Old Pot. Long, long list. Yeah, mass migration has been a, a, a strategy and tactic uh, that uh, foments warfare between nations uh, very frequently throughout history. You just rattle off just a few. Uh, and, and that's really what this is. It is mass migration. Uh, and it's, I mean, we are the pull, uh, but there's a push. Too, right, Michael. Uh, let me let me show 
uh, a clip here that you posted. Uh, uh, it's silent. There's no audio on it, but we'll talk about it right after we show it. Let's go put up clip 1A real quick. It's about 30 seconds long. Now, this looks like a, a video of a camp uh, at night, and it's showing buses I made that last uh, night. moving out. I made that last night. Yeah, just, I made that last just night. Yeah. in the last 24 hours, right, Michael? Yep, that was last night. That's San Vicente camp. That's the camp that, that Mayorkas has gone through at least twice. We put a lot of money into that camp, the United States. Mostly <laughs> in this camp, or a large a number of people in this camp are Chinese. So our money, let me say it crystal clear, American money is openly created the camp for the Chinese to come in and come in the United States. That's our yeah. money for the Chinese camp, and that's the nicest camp in Panama. The Chinese are going to the nicest camp in Panama built with American money. You can't even make up this stuff. I mean, this is worse than a bad movie. You could no never sell the script. I mean, you know, and yeah. that's where we met the guy, Chai Ninja. That's a long story. Uh, there's, there's clear, uh, very interesting people coming through that camp. Yeah, I've got a clip later. I, I think I've got a clip. Uh, this got my attention. You were talking to a dad, a Chinese guy, and I think his son or daughter or both of them were in, in the whole video, but I think I've got a short clip for the next segment or, or after that, the one after that of that. But I was curious, uh, how many of these folks, because I've been reporting based on what you've been putting out uh, and some others uh, like Verquam and Oscar Blue, uh, that uh, most of these Chinese Chinese people are military-aged males, uh, so I was surprised uh, when I saw the footage of you talking to the, the Chinese dad and then the kids, and I think the mom shows up uh, eventually in the longer version of the video. Uh, how much of that do you see? Because all of these people look like they're very well-funded, uh, number one, but most of the ones that I see in the videos are, are in fact, military-aged males. But do you see families now uh, more frequently? Yeah, you, you see mostly military-aged males, but there are what appear to be family units as well. And I'll send you some photos from when we in, when we conclude tonight uh, that I just okay. made going up river. Like one boat looks like it's filled with maybe a couple of Chinese or several Chinese families or some giant extended family. But there's several yeah. numerous children and different aged people on there. But you notice the Chinese that are coming through are mostly in very good condition. They're mostly uh, they're mostly moneyed. Like, for instance, these photos I'll send you tonight, they're, you know, nice glasses, nice watches. They weren't robbed of their watches. And it's very interesting. And there's reasons for that because the, 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 the Chinese pay more. So they get an e-ticket, you might say. They get guides right. that don't rob the Chinese coming through. The Chinese generally don't get robbed unless they're the Chinese that don't have enough money. Then they go through with, you know, the riffraff, quote, unquote, 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 you know, and, and they'll get robbed and killed and raped every day. I don't know if you've ever seen that rape kit that I've got down there as well, but OIM or IOM, depending on the uh, from the UN, they handed out. They were handing out rape kits to the women and children going through because so many yeah. were being raped. They're handing out male and female condoms and those uh, abortion pills and that sort of thing. Yeah, this is the sort of stuff that that, that our government is is helping behind, right? But the Chinese, yeah. typically, as the Chinese come through, they have a lot more money. Uh, they, they, they're never begging for money. Uh, the Chinese would often stay at that hotel that I used to stay at, or still stay at, Darian. I didn't see, see any of them staying there this time. They may have been warned against doing that at this point, because some of the, some of the people I've interviewed there have gone viral, right? Like really viral. Uh, like one was a clear spy, we call him Chai Ninja, and that went viral in the United States and in China. And he was, he was I think he was a clear spy, actually. His English was almost without accent. And uh, his body language was a little off, uh, uh, it, it, but his uh, a lot of people that seen the video say and hear the audio say he has no accent. This guy, he was tired. One of the best ways to question people is at night when they're alone, because people will tend to talk more at night and when they're alone. And so there's this one area where uh, where they leave the jungle uh, that I would just sit there and wait hour after hour and try to talk with people, and he came out right. And actually, he was very angry. He was itching. He was really getting torn up. There's this, there's this sort of bugs in that area that he came from called Morangai. I think that's not a Spanish word. I think that's right. They're called Morangai. I've had these things. They are absolutely terrible. 
And I mean, you really, it, he was itching and scratching and he's, he was hungry and he was emotional. And that's a good time to question people. He was very angry in the beginning, so I calmed down. Then he started telling a story. So for the next hour and a half, which I've got recorded, uh, he talked about coming from uh, the Bahamas. He said he bought a boat from a Scotsman for $5,000. He was heading to Florida with his father, quote unquote, and he ran out of fuel, he said. And he said the U.S. Coast Guard picked him up. U.S. Coast yeah. Guard confirms that they did pick him up. U.S. Coast Guard has confirmed that. And he was returned to the Bahamas. The Bahamas was deporting him to China. He flew through Cuba on the way back to China, changed his flight to Quito, Ecuador, which is where most of the Chinese start out in South America. They go to Quito. From Quito, they take a bus ride, which is about two days, about 50 hours. And then they go yeah. to a place called Nacocli, Colombia, which I've been there. And Nacocli, they take a boat to Capargana, which I've done this boat ride. And then from Capargana, they enter the Darien Gap, and then they then I intercept them as they come out at night, right? And so yeah. and so that's where I intercepted him. His story checked out. A lot of things about his story checked out. To me, he appears to be a clear spy. Uh, but he was emotional, and he leaked a little too much. Occasionally, they do. Uh, most of the Chinese will not talk. Most will not talk. Occasionally, they will. But most of those are very tight, tight lips. Yeah, I've seen I've seen you guys asking them questions. They're very if they do answer questions, they're very short one one or two words uh, uh, at the most. Uh, uh, well, let's go back over to the Spaces audience and see if we've got uh, anybody with a microphone with a question for Michael uh, on this very serious uh, war that we're in uh, because that's really what we're in. I think he's characterized it well, Cat. Uh, who do you have? Yeah, I got James for you. Hey, James, go ahead. Yeah, thanks, uh, Colonel. Uh, Michael, first, I got to commend you for uh, going out there in the jungle on purpose. Uh, I've spent time in the jungle. I hate the jungle. Um, it's not an easy place to be. Um, two things. Now, going back to the Chinese, uh, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but most or all of these um, people from China, they're um, native Mandarin speakers and not Cantonese, correct? And then secondly, um, and so is it like just in the Darien Gap alone where there's like two to three dozen people a day dying? Oh, no. A lot die up on the Mexican border. Huge amount. Actually, they die, they die all along the route. Uh, yeah. but, but, but the Darien Gap and up along the Mexican border are two particularly dangerous areas. But they die everywhere along the route. Now, when it comes to the language they're speaking, I took a Cantonese speaker and a Mandarin speaker. I took both down there uh, to the Darien Gap. And I'm, we're, I'm talking actual Chinese that I took, not uh, American speakers. But And uh, none of them, after speaking with about 50, not a single uh, Chinese down there spoke Cantonese, none. And many spoke Mandarin, many speak Fujianese, uh, many different dialects of Mandarin. They're from all over the place. And some... Uh, have and actually sometimes when I'm down there I'll call Chinese that I know on the phone. Like I, I met a very interesting one uh, a few days ago and I called uh, a Chinese doctor that I know and I said, "Hey, can you translate the live?" So she translated for us. Uh, but so you know sometimes you can just improvise like that. I find Afghans. I'll call an Afghan friend. That there's a lot of Afghans there. A lot. Yeah, yeah, there are, and we're going to talk about that. Very thing in the next segment, Michael. Uh, we've got to do another commercial break here, uh, and uh, we'll be right back to the Rob Maynard Show live, talking with war correspondent Michael Yan about his experiences traveling to and reporting from the Darien Gap on the invasion and war that's being committed against the United States of America using your tax dollars and mine. We'll be right back. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, they are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids books that teach about character, 
hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. show those are afghanistani people in the darien gap making their way up the trail that illegal aliens used to get into the united states and that voice was michael yan uh, speaking with them and we've got michael yan uh, on a starlink connection uh, this evening uh, doing a deep dive into what happens down at Darien Gap and all the way up the trail, Michael. Uh, uh, you have another interview with a with an Afghanistan uh, gentleman that uh, is much longer, but I just wanted to give the audience uh, uh, the reality shot that, hey, this is real. When I heard him say coast, I'm like, oh, I've done a lot of combat air patrol uh, orbiting right around that area in my deployments yeah. there, uh, the B-1 bomber. How many of those guys have you run into? I probably saw, I probably saw you over my head. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you guys were coming out of Cutter. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah. Um, um, yeah, it was good to see you guys up there. Because <laughs> you guys could stay up like, it seemed like you were up there forever. But, the, <laughs> yeah. but the, yeah, it's interesting because a lot of these people, they're coming from countries that I spent significant time in. You know, for instance, that was a year in parts of China and all around, and another year in India, a year in Nepal, two years in Afghanistan, two years in Iraq. Mm -hmm. I've, been, I've just been all over that area, right? And yeah. so, um, I, so sometimes when they're telling me about where they come from, I'm actually specifically familiar with it. Like when I hear ne Nepalese telling me there's a war in Nepal, I'm like, uh, no, there's not. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I've got a lot of friends in Nepal. There's no war in Nepal. There was a war in Nepal, but it's over. Yeah. In fact, I was there during the war. And uh, so, and uh, but the bottom line is, is that's interesting. That video you just showed in Las Blancas camp, I made that some days ago. That the, mm -hmm. the, the Venezuelans and the Afghans were about to throw down there, and just like an hour before that, the Haitians and the uh, Venezuelans were about to throw down. But the, uh, the yeah, it's like fish group versus fish group, right? Right. <laughs> it's funny right. when I yeah. when I was. You ever see the fish chart when you get in the aquarium? Which fish mix well together and which don't? Yeah. You know, like, like Filipinos are the green fish. They get along with almost everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the red fish are like Chechens, right? So I was yep. over in Lithuania. I, I was with the Lithuanian army over in Afghanistan, and I saw that Belarus pushing uh, people into trying to push them into Poland and Lithuania. So I was down in Morocco, and I flew over to Lithuania really quickly. I called up back fast and hey. Why is Belarus trying to send you know, uh, people across your border? And I was talking with the colonel in the um, Lithuanian army. He said, hey, we just saw you're in Morocco. We we're about to invite you up here. And I said, like it tomorrow. So I flew to Vilnius, and they gave me access to the camp for five weeks. And I asked them, 
the Lithuanians, I said, well, I was with them in Afghanistan. I said, um, you have Chechens? And he said, yeah, actually we do. And I said, do you keep them separate or, you know, because you, know, yes. you have to, what, if you get too many Chechens together, they read critical mass. And I said, what's like your Chechen critical mass here? How many do you have to have before they go super Chechen, right? Super critical, right? right. He said right. six. He said six. Any more than six Chechens, and they become a violent gang. So so I said, where's your Chechens? And he took me to one camp, and they kept six Chechens actually separate. This is what I'm getting to. A lot of Americans in Europe don't quite understand. You're not getting like Nigerians. You're getting people from, say, the Igbo tribe or something, right? You're getting yeah. people not, you know, you're not just getting Iraqis. You're getting people from, you know, from 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 different tribes, different. It's not just Kurds, you know. It's it's, yeah. it's people from different tribes, right? So, right. and you're getting these actual tribal units who are bringing mm -hmm. over their tribal, uh, uh, their uh, you know, uh, issues with other tribes. That's what. You know, I was just over in Ireland maybe earlier this year or late last year. I was up in Belfast, Dublin. But in Belfast, there's over 20 miles of wall between the Protestants and the Catholics still. Yep. I'm talking serious wall here. I'm not still. talking like, you know, chain link fence. I'm talking it's a wall that should be on the border between the United States and Mexico. You know, the Trump wall is pretty serious wall. That's actually a very serious wall compared to some of the other garbage down there. The Trump wall is quite serious. But mm -hmm. it's not as serious as that wall between Protestants and Catholics. I mean, some groups just, and now you see Ireland getting overwhelmed with Africans and, and Pakistanis and uh, just, it's going to go to war. There's no way around it. You're, you're mixing people together, even as we go into inevitable food uh, crisis at this point. Mm -hmm. And there's only one way this ends up, and that's uh, very serious uh, violence. Yeah, um, we've seen that in France already, and, and all the other European countries with uh, with these wide open border policies. Uh, uh, and the big problem here in the United States is that it's many, 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 many more people uh, that are not being required to assimilate in any way whatsoever. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, we have a lot of geographic area to cover within the the CONUS, the continental United contiguous United States. But uh, but uh, you know. In the cities, uh, we've already seen problems in, like, the Somali areas up in Minnesota, uh, uh, an area up in Michigan, uh, around, I think, Dearborn up there. Uh, we've seen those areas where when those tribes come in and they bring those tribal issues with them uh, and they don't get assimilated, the ones that get assimilated are okay, but it's the ones that separate themselves out apart. And, and now we're ex exponentially increasing the, that in the millions with all these different folks, man, and, and uh, you know, talk about tribal, the Afghanis are the tribalism of the tribes, you know, uh, we all know that, so it's, it's going to be tough. Let's go over to the Spaces audience and uh, see if we've got uh, somebody with the microphone, Kat. Um, I don't have anybody up with a hand, but I'll say something about it. Um, go ahead. I, um, <laughs> I don't really know what it's going to take for people to wake up. But anything they think that these illegal aliens, and I'm going to use the term illegal aliens because that's what's in, what's in the federal statute. That's a legal term. Yeah. People, Twitter was spending us for a while for using that. It's ridiculous. But I know I, I use mean, it. We have Chinese now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, I'm trying to articulate here. Every death that's occurred at the hands of an illegal immigrant or an alien, however you want to say it, see, I'm already being PC, is on rest right at Biden's doorstep. It's 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 yeah. heinous what's going on right now. I mean, all the crime, look at the cities. Oh, it's all fun and games when you want to be a sanctuary city until they actually come to your city and now they're crying about it. It's like, well, that's what you get. You know, yeah. you guys wanted this. You're, de you're Democrat supporters. Here we are. And um, I don't know what it's going to take for people to get their head out of the sand and realize how serious this is. Anything you think that they can do, like, oh, gee, maybe a terrorist might come across the border. It's already happening. It, and oh, what, it is. 4,000 plus, uh, oh, my God, 4,000 plus Chinese nationals in like two or three months, all mm -hmm. fighting aid. I don't know. Call me crazy, but I don't think they're here for anything good. Yeah. More than that. Uh, go ahead, Michael. <laughs> I was going to tell you. I was going to say, what's what do you think the number is for Chinese military-age males just this year? I, I, if, if, if I heard correctly, if you said 4,000 every yeah. two to three months, I would say 
I would say that many come through the Darien Gap every 15 days. You know what I mean? Chinese. Yeah. That's yeah. just the Darien Gap. That doesn't include yeah. the many of them who fly to Mexico City and Cancun or come across the beaches, you know, in Florida or come fly in or are coming across the, the northern border. We know a lot yeah. of Chinese are coming across. It's some very significant. No- Listen, in this day and age, when you've got sophisticated people who know how to do sabotage, you know, you know, 10 serious yeah. people can do a lot of damage. And we've got a lot more than that. I mean, you know, there's a lot of strange things going on. Mm-hmm. Fire, uh, you know, that you see there's a lot, there's a lot. We are clearly in a state of war. We're clearly going to go into food crime. That is clearly coming. It's just the table is being set. Sir, you know, as a military man, the first thing you do is set the conditions for success, right? Yeah. And the, our enemies are setting conditions for us to have massive food crisis and famine, which creates pop, human osmotic pressure. The human osmotic pressure is that push in the pool of migration while they open the Darien Gap and other avenues into the United States. We're talking camp state stuff, right? Look what's happening in Italy right now. They're oh, being yeah. overwhelmed. And at some point, you lose the critical mass. You lose the initiative. At some point, the mass, the crowd has the initiative. And this yeah. crowd is unruly. They don't follow our rules. They don't know what our rules are, and they don't care. And they will take advantage of weakness. Some cultures are absolutely predatory. I mean, by by the nature of some cultures, they are predatory. Listen, some people say you're a racist, mm-hmm. or whatever. If you saw my family, you wouldn't say that. But at the same time, <laughs> I am a definite culturist. I am a culturist yeah. as a kid. There are some cultures I just don't want to be around because they are absolutely predatory or lazy or whatever. It's just a fact of life. The word trashy culture comes from, look, I've traveled the world a lot. People, yeah. Some cultures just throw trash everywhere, literally throw trash everywhere. That's where That's the word right. trashy came from. And then so, the, you know, you, see tra- you should see some of this stuff. You, I'm sure you've seen it. Everybody wa- listening to this has seen it, I'm sure. Yeah, we absolutely have. And uh, we've got to take one more commercial break, Michael. We've got one more segment. I want to talk and dive a little deeper in, and get your assessment on uh, what you think these Chinese military-age males coming into the United States are really up to. Uh, I'll be fascinated to hear that from you. We'll be right back to the Rob Manish Show live on Red Voice Media Network after this message. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. I just got a message from the jungle. uh, Possible fighting today. Uh, we pray for the safety of our Cinefront friends, very professional Panamanian Cinefront, and Oscar Blue and Ben Burkwam and their friend Manuel. We pray for Today your safety. Today is 13 September 2023. I'm back in Darien Gap. Chinese coming through. China. China. The, where in China? 
Yeah, Wuhan. Where are you going? New York? California? California. Oh. Difficult trip? Do you speak English? Yeah, difficult trip. Yeah. Welcome back to the Rob Mana Show live here on the Red Voice Media Network, where we bring you the facts and the truth, whether you want to hear them or not. And this show has been dedicated to the, the invasion and warfare that's being imparted upon the United States of America with this illegal alien uh, invasion that's happening. And Michael Yan, uh, uh, combat correspondent, uh, the most experienced in America, I believe, uh, has been reporting on this for several years now. Michael, I, I just wanted to give people the, the vision of these Chinese folks, and that, and that one works very well because the gentleman was from Wuhan, and that tends to get people's attention. But uh, but uh, you mentioned uh, before the break, man, uh, how many thousand a day of Chinese military-age males are you seeing? Uh, through the gap, just earlier this year, it was at least 200 a day, right? Uh, but okay. now, so, you know, in 10 days, that would be 2,000, right? But those numbers are clearly increasing. I don't have the actual specific numbers yet, but I should have soon. I'm going to have some meetings uh, next week. But I'll have, I want to get the specific numbers and then I'll give them to you. But the numbers clearly are higher. And again, it was about yeah. 200 a day earlier this year, just through those trails. That's not in total. That's not the ones right. who land in Panama City or land in Cancun or uh, Managua or Mexico City or any of those places. Uh, there's a lot of other ways to get into the United States. It's just that one set of capillaries coming through Darien Gap. Yeah, and I just want to remind folks, uh, uh, you can follow Michael on X, uh, at symbol Michael underscore Jan. Uh, he posts frequently. Uh, and if you want to get the latest news on what's happening with this invasion, uh, that's the place to go. Uh, you know, Ben Burkwam and Oscar Blue and uh, uh, Ann Vandersteel, right, uh, has been down there with you, too. If I remember that, they're all, you can follow them all on X, uh, on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, because that's where you get the real facts uh, on what's happening. Uh, now, I wanted to get your assessment on the Chinese military mail issue. You know, they've marched, the Chinese Communist Party, Michael, has marched through every institution in America, really. You know, the Confucius Institutes in academia, even police stations in places like New York City, where they're tracking down dissidents that have managed to get to the United States and are working to uh, uh, bring about the downfall of the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, you know, even our military, we saw uh, spies that were in uniform being arrested uh, not too long ago, two of them, and both of them were Chinese nationals. I don't think one of them was even an American citizen yet uh, and was allowed to enlist in the United States Navy. Uh, I mean, so we've got a lot going on already with the Chinese Communist Party that's actually here in the United States, and, and, and we have tens of thousands of these military-age males that are being released uh, like fish into the ocean, just free release. Uh, no tracking, uh, no no uh, keeping an eye on them, uh, uh, as far as I know, anyway. Uh, the government's so overwhelmed with just uh, uh, with, with just trying to uh, get itself out of hot water with the American people half the time because they know that what they're not doing that they're, what they're doing is wrong. Uh, so I mean, we've got a heck of a fifth column building within the borders of the United States of America, from my perspective. What's your take on what's going on? Well, they can shut our electricity off lickety split, and that would be pretty serious, as you can imagine. That would be genocidal. And you know, Mao learned a lot about how to create famine, Stalin. And one of the things that Stalin, there's a great book on that called uh, Mao's Great Famine, actually. And there's another. There's I've read more than 20 books. Famine, a couple mm -hmm. dozen actually. Famine books are important to study actually. Uh, but but Mao learned a lot about how to create famine from Stalin. One of the things that Stalin did was similar to what Hitler did actually was label. He labeled the Ukrainian farmers as one example. Kulak, 
he, he first he he, uh, he 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 really uh, stained the name Kulak so that everybody hated Kulak, right? And then he labeled yeah. people Kulak, and he told people, "Hey, that's your farm. If you can take that farm, that's yours. If you can take this, that, and the other, that's yours." The reason you have high food prices is because of those kulaks. You know, the kulaks yeah. doing this, the kulaks doing that, and then they genocided the kulaks, right? Now, yeah. imagine this is clearly unfolding in places like Netherlands, uh, France, and the United States. You can you can easily imagine the people the people that we're dealing with, the enemies we're dealing with, are very sophisticated. They're not just going and they think things through. They think they think uh, uh, they, they 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 are clearly planning these things out. They're not just yeah. going to send everybody in hodgepodge. Some people will come in hodgepodge, but clearly some of them will have target addresses that they're, you know, hey, that's your house. Make your yeah. way, get ready, do your reconnaissance, and eventually kill those people and take that house. And, you know, in fact, let's take neighborhoods right, you know, near the bridges of the Mississippi River, that sort of thing. Get, yeah. uh, you know, keep terrain and vital terrain, you know, get your people to move into these places so that they're not spread all over the place. You know, there, there's a lot going on. There's many different ecosystems building. We've got the Chinese Communist Party and their people that they're sending in. And then we've got all just tribal elements, such as the Somalis, who are never going to be more than, uh, you, know, uh, 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 you know, organized enough to, to, to rule their little neck of the woods as long as somebody's sending food to them, right? right. I mean, they're not going to be able to make it on their own. Chinese can make it on their own. If Chinese have the land, yeah. they can make it on their own. Many of the Chinese coming in are actual farmers. We know that. Some are going to grow work in illegal uh, marijuana farms such as uh, Oklahoma, right? We know yeah. that. We know that some of the Chinese are going to such uh, farms in California and Oregon as well, in Washington State. So, I mean, we, these are things that we— So, the Chinese are coming in with the whole package. Keep in mind, in the Chinese firmware, if you look over the, hundred, over the centuries, they always, like, for instance, in—, in uh, in Hong Kong, or in this where I'm at right now, all, almost all the stores in town are owned by Chinese. Cantonese, actually, not Mandarin. Oh. Uh, some Mandarin. But, but yeah. yeah, so a lot of the stores around China are owned by Chinese, but they're owned by Chinese that have been here or whose families have been here for, you know, since the 1800s, okay. right? But they're still, they're still speaking Cantonese, or in some cases Mandarin, mostly Cantonese, right? Now, mm-hmm. this happens all over the world. It happens in Thailand, where I have an office, Asia, Asia, and all over the world, the Chinese go in and, and, and they make an anthro insula, a human island, right? And these human yeah. islands, these tattered towns, whether I've seen them in Boston or, you know, uh, in Chiang Mai, Thailand, or in Indonesia, that, that those Chinese uh, 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 anthro insulas, Chinatowns, are more Chinese than Shanghai. I mean, when I go to Shanghai yeah. and Beijing, they're, they're not half as Chinese as the Chinatowns you see in Thailand, right? And what I'm getting yeah. to is, is in the Chinese firmware, there are people that just kind of break off. Germans have done this a lot and others as well. And they just kind of break off and they go and they have their own island of people in a foreign place. And so that we have that a lot around the world. Now, some of those Chinese cultures in the United States are little islands that a lot of these can move to, right? So right. they've already got an infrastructure, a human infrastructure there, right? They've already got lawyers. They've already Absolutely. got like we we uh, we we track somebody, for instance, through the Darien Gap, or somebody on our uh, in our associates group tracked somebody through the Darien Gap, went straight to Brooklyn, had a driver's license in one week. How do you do that? Wow! Right? Yeah. He went exactly. He went from here to Brooklyn and had a driver's license in one week. The, the Chinatown in Brooklyn, or Chinatown in D.C., or San Francisco, or any of those places. Uh, that's that's where that infrastructure you're talking about is. Well, well, Michael, we're, we are out of time. Uh, thank you so much for uh, d- spending an hour with us. I hope to get you back on more frequently uh, because the American people need to hear from you. You are the man on the ground that has dove, uh, you know, taken the dive into this stuff, uh, and, and uh, you know more about it than anybody else that I know. Uh, so we've got to keep getting you on out there. Uh, just remind people how how they can find you on the social media uh, and, uh, of course, support you, too, because this stuff's not free, folks. The reason I haven't ever been to the Daring Gap is I haven't been able to raise the money to travel. <laughs> you know, and uh, Michael's expensive. always raising money to travel. Exactly. So go ahead, Michael. Uh, 20 seconds. It's very expensive. 
I'm on locals.com and I'm on X now, former Twitter. And uh, and actually, the Starlink I'm using was from stat123.com. They just donated this. Extremely helpful. And that's why I can actually talk with you tonight is out yeah. here in the dark is because of Starlink. You know, very <laughs> thank you for everybody for listening. Be prepared. Serious times are coming. But all of our families, all of our family trees have been through a lot of war, a lot of famine, and a lot of pandemic. Everybody watching this is is the survivor of a family that's been through a lot. There's nothing right. stopping us from getting through a lot more. You're absolutely right, sir. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it. Be safe down there. Tell everybody, Oscar and uh, Ben and Ann, uh, that we said hello. and We want them to be safe because we value what y'all are doing, and we want you to be able to continue to do it, and we'll help as much as we can. Well, folks, that was Michael Yan, uh, America's most experienced combat correspondent. Uh, organize your communities. Buy more guns and ammo. Train. Know what's around your community. Be ready to defend yourselves. That's what you just heard from uh, the most experienced combat correspondent, I think, that's alive today, Michael Yan. And uh, unfortunately, uh, or actually fortunately, because I love the sound of it, Tucker's still laughing, and tomorrow is Truth Thursday. We'll be talking about what the military is hiding about the COVID-19 vaccine effects on our military forces readiness. <laughs>